killing the world as they prove to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm killing, I'm always proving it's the same. Yeah, the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes. Very informative. When I'm home, Tim, I'm always tuned in for days. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, Tim, in the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. trying to figure out some puzzles. I'm not here to start nothing. I ain't trying to start nothing. Just got some things that I want to get done. Some things that I want to get solved. Some things I want to enlighten myself with. So maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts. Hope so. Very intellectual. So, if you get time, just holler at me. I'm reminiscing all in my room. Just trying to figure out a whole lot of things. Until then, y'all have a great day. And thank you for coming in and listening to me. Thanks. Boss T, let's get it. Have you ever been hungry and can't eat? Have you ever been thirsty and can't drink? Have you ever been tired and can't sleep? What would you do if you knew you were all three? I've been down and now when nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Rain falls down, you ain't got no choice but wait. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's a hard life, it's alright Gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out Hard life, it's alright Gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out Hard life, it's alright Nigga, get back up, you gotta fight Boss T Make money. Yeah. How did you determine that from watching him walk down the street? I mean, All right, we'll discuss that with you. All right, we'll discuss it on YouTube then. And with Coles, we'll discuss it with Lieutenant Coles. How about that? To harass me? To harass you? Yeah. You can uh, you can end consent at any time. You can tell them to stop searching this at any time. You can end consent right now. No, and if they don't have uh, probable cause to search it, they can't. I, well, I said you end consent. 
Right now it is. Right now it is, but they're harassing him. Real talk. They already did that. Hey, listen. If they didn't, you have to get out of there. You can't search a frisk then. If this is consensual, right, and you, you don't guys, have reasonable suspicion. You guys can continue call, recording, but you guys no, 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 no. Listen, no, you we don't, don't tell us. We tell you. You have to step back. You don't back. tell us. We, tell, we have the freedom of assembly. You haven't detained anybody. That's fine. We but you guys can step back. These individuals. I'm with them. He just told me to get a good angle. Right here. That's fine. We don't have to. Who's the supervisor? Nobody's being detained right now. So you don't have reasonable suspicion of uh, frisk or public cause of search. He didn't give consent. You can remove okay. consent to search right now. It's all in the right stop. Now. Stop. 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 Why don't you guys tell them that when you guys roll up on them, say that, say, guys, I mean, uh, that's what I'm saying. Inform them, say, hey, it's a consensual encounter. We don't have reasonable suspicion. It's all voluntary. Every now, time they do it, it's always you, you ain't shit. Say, You're a racist somebody. piece of shit. You know that? You ain't shit. And they can tell you that, but you also got And you knew that you ain't had to search. And what did you find? What did you find in there? Listen, you can tell them why you're here and everything. You punk pig piece of shit. You racist piece of shit. You too. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. Oh, y'all. Let me catch you out here again doing this shit. Let me catch you out here doing the saw that now we got this video last week it was released last week we also have uh, new footage we have newly obtained footage giving us a clearer audio of that arrest here it is i want you to step out i must be thinking why yeah i want you to step out but there's not a reason for me to because i told you to step out okay so it's not you to step out because I need you to step out. Okay? I need to have a reason. You don't out. have to. Where is it stating that you, you have to have a reason? Come on. Yeah. Get out. Get out of the car. Listen to me. I really don't want to break your window. I really don't. But when I tell you to get out of the vehicle, you are to get out of the vehicle. So get out of the vehicle. Get out of the 
Right now, get out. This was a basic stop sign violation. Put up the steel of this cop committing felony assault. See that steel? That's right before the officer decides to strike a handcuffed suspect multiple times. I'm gonna give you background to this. Let's keep that picture up for now. Ironically, who's coming to the rescue of the woman who has been violated by the police um, now, the white community, the Camden County NAACP. The Camden County NAACP obtained the videos after they received a tip of the incident involving Miss Faria, getting thrown to the ground, handcuffed, punched in the face, and shoved into the front of a patrol car. Newman, the cop, had pulled over Miss Faria for missing a stop sign. Officer Newman would approach the truck again when she learned Ms. Faria had a suspended license for what's called an unspecified non-judgment suspension, which also means it could have been a clerical error. The NAACP, they feel that this is not the first time the deputy, Christine, they call her Christy Newman, has used unnecessary force, and now they want her fired, and one actually called for her arrest, one NAACP chapter president. Following the traffic stop, the department gave Deputy Christy Newman a warning. So they said, what you did was wrong, we're gonna give you a warning. Saying she violated the department's use of force policy and the woman posed no immediate threat. Newman's report says the woman was resisting her, holding on to the steering wheel while shoving and yanking her. Another deputy arrived and tried to tase the woman from the other side, but it did not work. Now, I'm going to give you some more background, but before I do that, I want you to be reminded of the other deputies who were there who witnessed this assault. They did not intervene. They should have a duty to do so. They did not report this individual. They did not bring it to the media. They did not bring it to the local community. They were all on the same page to harass one individual who was handcuffed and pulled over for a traffic issue. In a report, Deputy Newman, said she was actively resisting while out of the truck. In the video, Deputy Newman gets her in handcuffs, pulls her up by her arms, lets her go, then steps over her while pointing down at her. Then the deputy walks away and the woman stands up. Newman's report said she tried to hold her up, but Faria pushed her away. In the video, you can see once she's up, the two deputies face Faria and then Deputy Newman grabs her by the arm tugs on the shoulder, hits her twice in the face, pulls her by her hair, and pushes her head into the front of the patrol car. So what do we have here? We already have lying on the police report. That's a criminal offense. That's against the law. That's a violation of both of office. You can't be charged with a felony for that. The sheriff's deputy lied. The sheriff knows it was a lie. What did they do? They gave her a warning. 
There's more. The deputy's narrative said, and I quote, in my attempt to control the situation, she ended up being hit in the face and then forcefully put on the bumper of my patrol car. That's actually verbatim in the police report. Look at it. That's verbatim. She says she ended up being hit in the face as if it magically happened. I, I, I don't know what happened here. She ended up being hit in the face. I have no idea. Let's put the steel up again. How it happened. Let's put that up again. Very clearly, she didn't end up being hit in the face. Madam, you hit her in the face multiple times. No threat to you. She was handcuffed, not trying to escape, et cetera, et cetera. Criminal offense, you got away with it. In addition to that, this same cop was named Deputy of the Month. Also was praised by handling another situation where, according to the narrative, she assisted in saving the life of an inmate. Um, News uh, Fort Jacks received Deputy Newman's personnel file. They found that she has been in law enforcement for five years and had one warning against her, and it was for the January 16th incident. Okay, let's put up her uh, Deputy of the Month. See what you're looking at? Now let's do the math here. This happened in January. She became deputy of the month in March. Literally, after she physically assaulted, criminally violated a citizen in Camden County, they made her deputy of the month in March. News 4 Jax learned a bit more about the deputy's public information. Um, Officer Deputy Newman's warning. They said, in part, progressive discipline is used, according to the narrative, is used on cases where no other employee warning exists, which in this case, no prior policy violations exist in Deputy Newman's file. The discipline was made upon the review of the supervisor. Well, isn't that something? Isn't that great? So the police are saying, we have a policy. Listen, if it's their first time doing something felony worthy and criminal against the citizen, we're gonna just let it go, as long as it's the first time. I mean, they actually said it on record. We already know that happens, but they literally said, we have a policy here. As long as there's nothing else in the background, we're gonna let it slide if it's the first time they've committed a criminal offense. Uh, Put up the picture of the sheriff. This is the Camden County Sheriff. They call him Jim Proctor. Jim stands by the deputy, um, gave her two days off without pay and additional training on the use of force and officer safety. And the cop was placed on probation immediately after the incident. I did a little digging here. You know those two days, no pay? She actually put in her vacation time so that no pay would lapse. See the game they're playing here? All right. Sharon, this is why people, many people, do not like the police. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, and then, you know, they, they probably then gave her a bunch of overtime as well. Uh, it's as if they're putting up ads Dr. Ritchie that say, you know, wanted bullies, liars, and colluders, okay? If, if you are that kind of triple threat, join a police force near you. You're absolutely right. What they did after she was caught red-handed, thank goodness for the tip and thank goodness for the NAACP. Although I would suggest that we stop calling for the firing and the arrest should come first. I want the yeah. arrest first, not the firing first. So there's all of that. This woman is a menace. The fact that people are looking into her record, uh, the news team, the journalists down there, is a farce. There's nothing in her record because yeah. police protect police. That's right. That's right. 
y'all know some of our black folks, the people who look like me, they some clowns. They always want to go on procedure on somebody else's narrative. But when it comes to our narrative as black folks or people just trying to get over the hump or see this racism on all that, they stay the problem. These people are the problem in the black community. You know what I'm saying? These people are the problem in the black community. You know, once they get once they get a taste of this white man job, this white man position, then you can't tell these niggas nothing, y'all. You can't tell them nothing. And and they think they think that they doing the right thing, and then because you get a job, because you get a job of uh, white supremacy, KKK, and um, Jim Crow job. Because we already know the police force is nothing but a, a new modern day slave patrol, and you got niggas out there, black ones, that all that you know put the policy of white supremacy, KKK, and colonialism in effect on their own people. And I see this as I be going on listening to content and all this, and all I see is. Arrogant black women and arrogant black men who side with colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK. So, Taylor, um, I'm not on probation. They shouldn't be on probation then. So, we treat this floor just like a courtroom. Yeah. Okay? Just like a courtroom because we got individuals. That's on probation that's gang related, and we don't want nobody to cause any problem. Hey, what's up, guys? Long Island Audit here, back again with another video. Today, we are at the DeKalb County Courthouse here in Decatur, Georgia. We are here today to peacefully exercise our First Amendment right to film in public and publicly accessible areas to promote transparency and accountability within our government and to ensure that our public servants respect our rights and treat us with respect. Let's get into it. All right, so we got to pass the metal detectors, which we did, no problem. So let's look around the courthouse here. Here is the court clerk's office over here. State court, magistrate court. Um, no, I'm okay. Thank you, ma'am. Appreciate it. This is the third floor. So far, so good. That's what we'd like to see. So this is the DeKalb County State Court probation over here. Hey, ma'am, how are you? Um, I don't need any help right now. Thank you. I appreciate it. There's no phones on the floor. What is that? I can't read that. That's far away. I'm sorry. No, no, I was just taking some pictures and video. I'm an independent journalist. I'm just taking some pictures and video of the building. I need permission from who? 
Oh, I, I didn't. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I needed permission from anybody. Is, is this a this? This is a public. This is a public office. No. No. When people come in here, some people don't want you to know they're on probation. You have to have that. They shouldn't be on probation then. I can requ I can request everybody's name that's on probation, right? That's public record. Yes, I could. Yeah, but I can get their name, right? I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Have a great day. Okay. Hey. Hey, ma'am. How are you? No, I'm not looking for anything. No. I was just taking some pictures and video. That's all. All right. Yeah, I I could see from the sign and the one the nice woman inside told me that. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to get anybody in particular. Okay. Just taking some pictures and video of the publicly accessible areas. That's all. Okay. Well, you can kind of leave the floor. Yeah, as soon as I'm done like, getting all my pictures, I will. Ask, I'm asking you to leave now. For, you're asking, who are you? I don't I'm even. A probation officer. You're you're a probation officer. Can I get your name? Taylor. Probation officer Taylor. Um, I'm not on probation. I know, but you're filming me, and I really don't. Want you filming me without my permission? Did I don't you? Have to give you permission to film me. Okay, officer. Would you would you agree that you knew I was filming, right? I'm just telling you that now. It's okay. But you knew I was filming, and you came over here. Yeah. To confront the camera that you don't want to be on. I know, that doesn't. But you're on our floor, so I'm asking you to leave. Now. Yeah, I I understand that you don't want me here, but this is a publicly accessible building. This is a public building. I'm not committing any crimes. I'm definitely not on any type of probation, so. I don't see what I'm doing that's wrong. And I'm asking you to leave the door now. Okay, can I'm gonna decline your request because I'm just I'm not doing anything wrong. Again, you're a probation officer. I'm not on probation. I'm not uh, yeah, anything. Yeah, this floor is for people who are on probation. Like, yeah. If you're not on probation, you really don't have any business up here. Well, I do have business here. I just told I told I don't know if I told you, but I told the the two uh, lovely women inside that I'm an independent journalist. Just gathering some content for a story. So I do have business here. It's actually constitutionally protected business that I have here. So as soon as I'm done getting my pictures and video, I'll gladly leave. I don't want to stay up here all day. Okay. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Why? Because I yeah. asked you to leave. Yeah. yeah, he's up here getting his content and I asked him to leave. Yeah. Okay. So don't have any business How you doing, sir? I'm Chief Hopkins. That. Chief Hopkins? Yes, sir. How you doing, Chief? I'm doing fine. How you doing? I'm doing well. Good. What's doing well. being filmed. Okay. That's fine. Right. Yeah. What's, your, what's your purpose? What's your purpose up here? Oh, I'm just I'm a I'm a journalist. Okay. I'm an independent journalist. Okay. I'm just gathering some content for a story, so I'm just in the publicly accessible areas of the building. Okay. Just taking some pictures and video. That's okay. it. Well, on this floor, because we have defenders up here, mm -hmm. we have folks that on the court order. We have gang members that come up here. We don't allow phones on this floor taking pictures because this is this is the open floor where we got individuals up here that's on probation. But what what are they what is they have? I'm not on probation. Not you. Yeah. But you're on the floor with them. Yeah. So we treat this floor just like a courtroom. Yeah. Okay. Just like a courtroom because we got individuals that's on probation that's gang related, and we don't want nobody to cause any problem. Yeah. I'm not. Right. I'm not causing any problems. Right. Not you. Yeah. Not you. But do you have business on this floor? Yeah. I just told you I'm, I'm gathering content for a story that I'm working on. What What's the content? You got a card? No, I don't have a card on me well, now. I don't know if you're a journalist or not. Whatever you're doing. But how? But how would you? I'm asking for a call. Yeah, but what, what? What would be the difference if I'm if I produce a card or not? Because I want to see where you're working. 
what you're doing because yeah. I told you we have defendants that's on probation up here. Yeah, that that's all public information, Chief. Well, that, I understand that. Yeah, but people no that has gang members that don't like each other up here on this floor. Did you get permission to come up here? You just can't come up on the floor just thin. Who, but why? Why because wouldn't I be able to do that? That's our rules of regulation. Can you show me the policy and where it says that? I don't have to show you the no policy. I mean, I'm, 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 I would like to see the policy that you're trying. I have a First Amendment right to film in public and, you know, freedom of press. And that's all I'm doing here. So if you're going to try and... You were filming, I'm saying you were filming inside of the lobby area. I didn't, I didn't even go in there. That's my understanding from my staff. I didn't even go in there. Did you film anything on the inside? I filmed towards that direction. I didn't, I didn't go in. But, but what I'm saying is, did you film on the inside when we have defendants on the inside? I filmed inside? towards, towards the office correct i filmed towards the office i didn't go in the office i went i filmed towards the office okay if they don't want people filming in the office they could just close the door i mean it's no, not no, no, i'm not gonna close the door but have you gotten your you, you have you received your content that you no i'm not finished yet i'm almost done okay let's go and finish okay great okay. thank you hi sir how are you and you are it doesn't matter who you are. Finish your content. Just I, go ahead and do what you need yeah, to do. Finish your okay. Content. I'm just. Because now you're being intrusive. How am I being intrusive? See y'all. It's always they in Decatur, Georgia, right? Black folk locking up black folk, putting black folk in white supremacy, KKK, and colonialism. This is why black men and black women who authority are. are are putting black people or black, black people, Latino people, black women, or Latino women in prison under white supremacy and KKK and colonialism. That's what they do. You know, they sit up here and get these positions and, and because they running after that doo-doo paper. What the Bible said, um, money is wicked. You know what I'm saying? They running after, the, after that money being wicked. This is what they do, man. And these are the fools and the clowns that we need to be keeping our eyes on and scratching our head. Because they are under colonialism, white supremacy, and KKK, and they continue doing this. They continue trying to put their people down. They continue trying to put their people in a judicial system that's set up for them people to fail. That's how they're in a strong delusion. That's why they slow. That's why something the matter with them. Have you done this on every floor? Yeah, this is the third one. First one, I've gotten a problem. Okay, it's not a problem. We're not giving you a problem. That's okay. who you are. That's all. It's not a problem. I told you, I'm a journalist. Okay. I don't know if you're a journalist or not. I don't know that. I would lie. I don't And you are the chief for? Chief County State Court Probation, sir. County State Court yes, Probation? Sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Now, since you're the chief for probation, let me ask you a question. If I wanted to do a open records request, mm -hmm. um, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure what it is called here in Georgia. It varies state to state. Um, a FOIA request, Freedom of Information Act request. On the probation department. On the I probation. the clerk of courts and myself. The clerk of courts. Give you one of my calls. Sure. Send it to me via email. 
Put it in right into it. Let's go right there. Thank you. My, my pleasure. My name's Sean. Sean, what's your last name, Sean? I don't want to give out my last I name. I just gave you my call. Yeah, I just don't want to give out my last name. Any type of, I'm working on a story and I don't, it might jeopardize the story. But my name's Sean. Okay, Sean. My name's Sean. Okay. Well, you have my call and my first and last name, Sean. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Good luck to you for the rest of the family of the show. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. When will it come out? Um, a few weeks. A few weeks. I'll email you a copy. Sure, no problem. I will. I look forward to it, Sean. All right. All right. I will, Chief. Seventh floor, we have the office of the district attorney, Sherry Boston. Yes, ma'am. Hi. How are you? Hi. How are you? Good. Can I help you with something? Um, no. I don't need any help right now. No, I mean, I'm wondering what you were doing with your phone. Oh, that's what you were wondering. Oh, yeah. I'm just taking some pictures and video. I'm just taking some pictures and video. Oh, do you work here? No, I don't work here. This is the district attorney's office? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't work here. So tell me what you're taking pictures of. I'm just taking pictures and video of the floor here. That's what I'm saying. Are you a contractor to do work or anything? No, no, I'm not a contractor with the county. No, I'm just an independent journalist. Okay, would you like to speak to our journalist? Our Director of communications. Director of communications. Um, I don't think I don't think that's necessary. No. I mean, but she can assist you because normally the deputies don't want you know people coming around taking pictures. Oh, I've I've ran across a few deputies. Nobody had an issue. Oh, you were downstairs taking pictures. Yeah, I was down pit downstairs every floor. Yeah, I'm working on a story for for the building. Yeah, no no one's giving me any problems. That's odd. Really, only on the probation. The probation level, they did give me a little bit of a problem, but then they just let me finish and that was it. But every other floor has been fine. No one's really even. doing a documentary or something? A, a story. I'm working on a story on the, the county building here, wow. the county courthouse. That's all. Okay. okay. Thank you. Know, we just have to ask. You have to ask? Okay. No problem. No problem. Last but not least, we have the ninth floor. Again, Office of the District Attorney, Sherry Boston. Good, how are you? No, I'm all right, thank you. Appreciate it. Waiting room. The District Attorney. Excuse me, sir. How can I help you, sir? Oh, I don't need any help right now. Thank you, though. Okay. Appreciate it. All right. Here she is, Sherry Boston, district attorney for DeKalb County. Sir, any particular reason why we're filming? I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, you, no, yeah, I'm just I'm taking pictures and video. That's why. Of. Of. The building? Are you, I mean, normally we're going to ask those questions. Excuse me, let me get Yeah, you can video me, I'm an investigator, but you can't just be videoing inside of our office like that. I mean, you, 
what, why are you videoing? That's what we we're trying to figure out. Oh, I, I, I feel like I gotta keep explaining myself. <laughs> I'm an independent journalist. I'm just taking some pictures and video of the publicly accessible areas of the building. Okay. Can I get your name, sir? Yeah, I'll give you one of my cards. Okay, cool. That's fine. Right. And what's your name? My name's Sean. Sean. I, I don't want to give you my last name. Okay. Because I'm working on the story. Okay. Uh, let, let me have a, have a seat. Let, let me get someone else to talk to you. I mean, I don't really need anybody else to talk to. Hi, ma'am. How are you? State of Georgia. Constitution, wisdom, justice. Moderation. 1776. Some law books. So the last person he was talking to was a black police, uh, I guess, working in a um, whatever, you know, locking people up, probation officer. These guys get these positions and they think they all world. They think they God. They want to be a part of the white man dream, the white man reality. And the white man reality is to lock as many black men and black women, Latino men and Latino women up under, under these clowns right here. They doing a white man job for them. Told you, yo, you can't make this stuff up. I mean, it's just a waiting room. I don't see the big deal. Really, I don't. Have a good day. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Now he gonna get back and say, have a good day because he know that what he's doing is right. And so therefore, you know, he got to get crow, eat crow and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? It's a shame when you get, that's all right. That's all right. All y'all damn clown that on the white man's agenda, um, locking up your same people and your people that look like you and the Native American and everybody, that dollar bill gonna be gone one day. You done sold your people out. You got to pay for it. You got to pay for it. Remember, that dollar bill is due to water and paper right now. But when it get ready to be non-existent, non-invoid, and you sold your people out, we'll see what's going to happen. So that was investigator C.L. Patterson. All right, guys, so we've gotten, seems like the investigator is talking to this woman over here who's taking my picture. So I'm going to be getting out of here. Got all the pictures and video that we need. All right, guys, so we're just getting out of the DeKalb County Courthouse. Overall went pretty well. No one really tried to violate my rights except for on probation probation they had a little bit of an issue with some transparency and us exercising our freedom of press right which is concerning but you know at the end of the day they didn't violate our rights so not much there a couple people just wanted to know what i was doing which is totally fine i have no issue with that whatsoever i always tell them an independent journalist gathering content for a story try not to be mysterious so when you're mysterious, even though I don't have to tell anybody, when you're mysterious, people automatically assume you're trying to start a confrontation. 
I'm just peacefully exercising my rights. We went all nine floors here in the courthouse and all the publicly accessible areas and only probation gave us a problem. And then luckily the chief came and he didn't, uh, he didn't give us any more issues. Let me take my pictures and video and move on. But um, yeah, let me know what you guys think about this one in the comment section below. Uh, report misconduct of other cops. Guess what happens? He gets demoted, he gets walked out the building, a lot of bad things. Let me take you to Kansas City, Missouri. A black detective alleges that he was actually punished for reporting another officer's misconduct. Sounds familiar? Let's get into the background. Until about six months ago, author William Hamm, 52, was a member of the Drug Enforcement Administration's Kansas City Interdiction Task Force for 16 years. 16 years. Until he decided to speak out after, after another detective violated a person's rights. So here you got Arthur, good cop, been there a long time, knows the ropes, knows people, knows the culture, and he decides to report a detective who is violating the rights of another citizen. According to Arthur, the lawsuit filed by this cop in Jackson County Circuit Court, the other detective who performed an illegal search was never punished, but he was demoted stripped of his drug enforcement agency credentials, his department laptop and vehicle, and escorted out of the building. The experience was degrading and embarrassing, and I felt like a criminal, according to Officer Willingham. Well, once again, the culture of policing is that of, let's say, the culture of gang activity or the culture of the mafia. When you decide to do the right thing and report on their criminal conduct, they treat you like what? The criminal. Because you have gone adverse to the culture. You may be aligned with policy, but you are adversarial to their culture. What you're doing is protected on paper, but it is not protected in sentiment and inside of the culture of that department. You see, if there were actually way more good cops than bad cops as they would like us to believe, keep this in mind. If there were more good cops than bad cops, that means by definition of culture that the good cops would make the bad cops feel uncomfortable. If this was about numbers, the good cops would outrank the bad cops. The good cops would be in supervisory positions, not the bad cops. You see, I'm painting a picture here. You can't have it both ways. Either most of you are good or most of you are not. And for those cops who watch the show, if you're one of those who say, well, doc, I don't get involved in violating the rights of others, but I'm not going to uh, become a rat against other cops. Well, you're a bad cop. Please keep in mind, evil exists because good men, good women sit back and do nothing. You're part of the problem, not part of the solution. Don't think you're good just because you're not the one physically shooting somebody in the back. If you protect the culture, the blood is in your, on your hands too, okay? Um, William Ham, who is black, obviously believes that the demotion was a retaliation for reporting the unethical behavior and part of the Kansas City Police Department's pattern of racial discrimination. He filed the lawsuit against the Kansas City Board of Police Commissioners 
a panel that oversees the department. Let's put up all of these commissioners, every single one of them. Members of the board, first row left to right, Bishop Mark Tolliver. Black. Commissioner Kathy Dean. White. Commissioner Don Wagner. White. And then second row left to right, Commissioner Don Kramer. White. Mayor Quentin Lucas. Black. And secretary slash attorney David Kenner. Those white. are your overseers. Two black men arrest white. Here it is. The black detective said that he and another detec- detective were scanning a Greyhound terminal as part of a federal task force last October when a canine led them to two suitcases in the luggage compartment of the bus. Police searched the two suitcases with the owner's permission, found no narcotics. However, Williamham said as they were putting the luggage back, he saw the other detective manipulating a separate duffel bag in an attempt to fill its contents. Upon observing the illegal search, plaintiff questioned his fellow detective about his illegal conduct. To which he replied, what plaintiff observed was not what he usually does, the lawsuit says. Pursuant to KCPD's policy, plaintiff immediately informed his sergeant and prepared a memorandum describing the illegal behavior that he witnessed. What did he do? Follow the policy. He followed the policy. He's been a cop for 16 years. He followed the policy, did a report, filed the report, and gets demoted, stripped, ridiculed, walked out of the building. As I've said before, culture eats policy alive every day of the week, no matter what. And you gotta stop thinking uh, reform only. You gotta start thinking replacement. These cats are rotten to the core. Uh, Willingham alleges that was not the only or not the first time someone complained about that particular detective. He was told that the detective received an instructional notice, but had no discipline. Um, As a task force officer working with the DEA's office, um, Williamham submitted federal cases for review. Let's go to the background of that. In January, he submitted a case to the U.S. Attorney's Office where he warned the narcotics unit chief of critical information about one of the detectives that he should be aware of. Williamham was legally required to include discoverable evidence with the file. Williamham said he found out about two weeks later that federal prosecutors rejected the case. Four days later, he was transferred to the Investigations Bureau to the patrol unit. While they opened an investigation into his conduct, Williamham's superiors accused him of, and I quote, conduct that might compromise the integrity and thus undercut the public confidence and violate policy on releasing personnel information. Who's the uh, interim chief of police right now for this outfit? Put him up. Look at that. Black dude. His name is Joseph. Joseph Maven. Okay. The department said on August 12th that... I told y'all, y'all, you always got these old Uncle Tom niggas, right? Sitting up here making all these policies for the white man. The white man put him in a position to be that Uncle Tom. Because he's so power hungry and he get these couple of dollars, he sell his soul out and sell his people out. A damn black man. A damn black man he talking about. Listen, y'all. Williamham is currently a detective in the Investigations Bureau. The department also issued this statement regarding the lawsuit. It says, and I quote, we want to assure the public that the KCPD is committed 
to assuring a fair and equitable workplace free from harassment or discrimination. Also regarding investigative requirements and guidelines, we are very familiar with the requirements of the 14th Amendment and have several layers of supervisory accountability and review within our department as a part of the investigative partnership with our federal partners. All right, you see what's happening here. Good guy, bad culture, good guy, right policy, adverse environment, good cop, tries to do the right thing, and he's excommunicated by the bad culture in his police department. A.B., thoughts here? If this does not expose that there is an issue in the Kansas City Police Department, then I have no idea what is. Okay, that officer had an obligation to protect and serve, and he did so to the community that he is servicing right now. When you have a constitutional violation, the department is obligated to handle that appropriately, and I don't think they did so in this case. So I hope there's a full investigation into their department. Yeah, and this also shifts the narrative. There are not way more good cops than bad cops. You cannot claim just because you're not actively involved in violating the civil rights of others that you are somehow a good cop when you protect the culture of bad police. Unfortunately, I will record them. 
I will continue to record them to make sure that they don't violate any rights. However, they went, they went into however, the car and forced them out. Yeah, it's, it's probable cause. I'm sorry. It's, no, I understand. Yeah. I understand getting pulled over a big copper line because you're in a handicap. Right. Well, before the cop did you ID? Did you ID? I don't have did, he ask you, did he ask you for your name and stuff? After he's already in the car. You don't have to do that. Well, I don't have paperwork. Okay, but you don't have to give him your information. No. You, no. Oh, well, this white cop right here has it. And yeah. he wasn't even part of it. Also, he shows up and comes to me. And you didn't, you don't, listen, listen. Stop being so fast to give your information to the government. They got criteria they have to follow. You're protected by the Constitution. You're protected by the Fourth Amendment. The only time you're obligated to give your information to these people is when you are suspected of committing a crime. Or, or, right? That's the only time. If you haven't committed a crime, about to commit a crime, or in the process of committing a crime, you do not have to give your ID. There's a statute, Florida Penal Code 901.151. The only time you get your ID when you expect to commit a crime or about to commit a crime or in the process of committing a crime. If you haven't done any of that, you can tell him I'm not giving you anything. I was just standing right there. He just tried to call the bullet cat and he tell me to move. You see, he left before I did. Uh -huh. You gotta know your rights, gotta know the law. They work for you, you don't work for them. Okay. Alright? But yeah, unfortunately, whatever happened once they have probable cause. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, he pulled up and they were already there. So, and they weren't following us. Gave, I, I, I know, I know, I understand, I understand, oh. I understand, but he gave him a reason. Right. I'm sorry, but he did. He gave him yeah, a reason. Three cars up on your yeah, unfortunately, that's how they do it because that's why we need to defund them. There's too many of them. You don't need all this extra resource for a traffic, I mean, for a parking violation. Right. So, what, he had a warrant? So, why are they taking him in jail? Supposedly, when he opened the door, after a good 10 minutes of looking at the pipe, the, the, the tag, he smelled something in the car. So smelling, smelling is not probable cause. Mind you, mind you, he had the doors closed, windows up. Oh, which one, which one? Mm -hmm. That one right there? Right here. He was that black part right there? Yes. And then they got so, the two cop cars came up behind the car. He got license, he has license. Yes. So do you smelling the marijuana as probable cause? You know that's illegal. The smell of marijuana is not probable cause to search your vehicle. And he knows that. Twin knew that. That's why he said, go and take it his right. Yeah. Big Nick is here now. All these right violations, if I kept the ass, you going in. Better be glad I wasn't here. I would have been going to jail, too. Yeah. His bottle of water. Yeah, once they had custody, once they had custody, they called us out. He was detained. Y'all better than that, lot of hills. You're better than that. You should have been recording from the beginning. Like, once you notice, come out and record. in the handicap spot, so at that point, 
got you. I'll post it. The smell of marijuana is not probable cause. I got it on camera. I got it on camera. I got it on camera because he's an asshole. I got it on camera. You could not let him say that number, man. Man, you close the door on that man, man. That's nasty, man. That's nasty, man. I got it on camera. I got it on camera. I got it on camera. What's the number? Hold on, are you? Oh. Hey, ain't you saw that? Ain't you saw that stance in the academy? Ain't you saw that intimidation in the academy? They teach all that intimidating stance in the, in the academy? I need to know that number again, because I don't think I had a first number for 88088. All right, so big mix house for the accountability. Uh, hopefully, uh, the attorney will get uh, the body cam footage, because I did talk to the lady off camera a little bit more. Uh, I did have the opportunity to speak with these officers. I wasn't recording at the time, but it was a very cordial conversation. And uh, every cop isn't out to harm you. Some cops see the bull. But again, we have to understand the dynamics of the brotherhood and you know how they depend on each other in life threatening situations. So, you know, we have to also have our own uh, understanding of their psychology. It doesn't mean that they're out to harm you as well, but they do have to protect themselves. And the most dangerous person to a cop is another cop. I truly believe that. Um, but hopefully the uh, attorney for this gentleman will be able to get the, the footage and see that there was no probable cause to search his vehicle. The guy did have license, have license. Uh, he dragged him out of the car. Now, as far as the stop being legitimate, he was parked in a disabled parking spot. So as a park, you know, I can't dispute that, and I did explain that to the young lady. Hey, look, at this point, they have the right to detain him and to, but as far as them smelling marijuana and using that as probable cause to search his vehicle, uh, that has been ruled upon. That is no longer considered probable cause. So hopefully his uh, attorney will be able to see that on everybody camp or get their mission on my footage and uh, hopefully that'll help him out. So on behalf of the six, Big Nick South Florida. Throws a racist party. This racist party made local and national news. The racist people that threw the racist party they hold a bizarre press conference and claim they are in fact not racist, even though more information of their racism has now come to light. Uh, let's put up that picture's full mass here. They threw a racist Juneteenth party. We actually covered this story initially because a black firefighter in Rochester went to this wealthy upstate party because his captain forced him to go. Well, when the firefighter was there, he noticed that there were racist things all around him. And the entire theme of the Juneteenth party was racist as hell. That's how it made the news. 
You're looking at Nicholas and Mary Nicosia. They're accused of hosting a party that actually mocked Juneteenth, not celebrated Juneteenth. Mary attempted to defend herself at this bizarre press conference on Tuesday, insisting the event was meant to mock liberals. Well, that's okay. I guess that's acceptable at a place where government employees are going. So she said, no, 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 no. We meant to uh, mock liberals, not black people, but admitting to being racist on Twitter, a defiant Mary said, I'm here to defend myself from false claims of racism. Okay. So the other person is her husband. Dr. Nicholas Nicosia. He also spoke insisting that, and I quote, there's been nothing with any interaction with us that would even suggest that we're racist. Instead, he complained that it was actually cancel culture, calling it an organized, malicious, well-orchestrated, politically charged attack, motivated in part because they were seen as, as a snooty couple that lives in a big mansion. But damn it, rich-ass white people cannot get a break in this country. Let's go to the post of what she wrote on her own Twitter. Users uncover racist posts by Mary. This one says, maybe they should post the job as zookeeper. Okay. There's another one she posted. It says, give me a dollar. She posted this. Oh, there's more. Uh, there's another one, and I go to the second one. Uh, it says, we are in a racist police brutality dry spell. So let's stir it up, courtesy of MSM Poison. Uh, let's go to uh, Smiling. This is another one. What them council folks been eating? Lordy, look at them. Days big as barns. Even that hand lady. She posted this. The mom of two, when questioned about her uh, obvious Twitter racism, she said this was all just part of, and I quote, the culture of Twitter. Well, damn, it's cancel culture. It's everything else but themselves. It's Twitter. It's, yeah. Uh, even claiming it was part of his charm, saying that this racism she uh, tweeted and retweeted was part of the charm of Twitter. Uh, it's unclear what she uh, tweeted and what account she was referencing for these comments. I'd like to apologize, as she said, to the African-American community and for the other people in the community I've hurt or offended by doing what I was doing on Twitter, she said. And then the attorney said that she has no racist bone in her body while outwardly admitting she posted racist comments online. Uh, let me take it back to the original situation that got us involved in the first place in this story. You see that, brother? His name is Jared Jones. Mr. Jones is currently suing the fire department. Why is he suing the fire department? Because this guy, the captain, pressured Jones to go to this racist-ass party. That captain has retired so that he would not be penalized professionally for his decision. That's the rest of the story. Fascinating. Okay, Jackson, thoughts here? Yeah, like we was talking about a little earlier, I, the, the, the craziest thing about this story to me was how absolutely messy this woman is. You know, she posts all this stuff and then she tries to go and say, I'm not racist, I have absolutely no racist bone in my body. And she has a whole Twitter page 
that posts like cartoonishly like 1930s uh, you know, early Looney Tunes type racist cartoons. Like, like if I had a page, a secret page where I just said like Andrew Tate type stuff, where I was like, you know, I, the, the, those those women, they sure can't, they sure don't know how to make their own decisions. They sure don't know how to do anything right. Women are so stupid. Like, and then and then it, you know, like it'd be like if I had a page like that, be like, oh, I totally think women can do great things in the world. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, sure. So it's right. just, this, this woman's just a huge mess. And like you said, you know, rich-ass white people, they, they just can't catch a break. And they never have been able to catch a break. There you go. There you go. All right. Traffic stop. No insurance on the car. What you mean no insurance? It's a rental car. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What you mean? Whoa, whoa. What's up? Turn around. What you mean turn around? In Michigan, Amari Coates has every right to be incredulous. What's the reason for you pulling up? into something that What's the reason for y'all pulling up? What's the reason? Bro, what's the reason, bro? What's the reason? Tell me the reason. You can be out here. Tell me the reason. Detroit police are racially profiling him and they are on a power trip. Tell me the reason. What's the, how do you, how do you know if I got insurance? How do you know? You never asked me. I ran the plate. Bro, this is a rental car. It is a rental car. Plus, law enforcement experts say running a plate will not give police the insurance status. I'm getting out and, and going to the store. What are you saying? What am I doing, man? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I getting arrested for? All you gotta do is put your hands behind your back, bro. I can't breathe. During the September 2020 incident, police threw Coates to the ground, handcuffed and injured him, and put him in jail for three days for resisting arrest. All charges were later dropped. He never asked, what's your name? What's your driver's license number? Can I see proof of insurance? Anything. He never asked for that. They literally got physical from day, from the point I got off the car. Coates is now suing the city of Detroit and five police officers for unlawful arrest and violating his civil rights. Y'all want to be considered gang members, bro? For real, bro? I got kids to feed, bro. Y'all out here like some sandwiches, man. The encounter began on Detroit's west side. As the police video show, Coates signaled a turn at this intersection and committed no traffic violation. But police turned on their lights and sirens anyway and followed him into a CVS parking lot. Hey, my man. Hold up before you get jump out the car. What do you mean, bro? What do you mean, bro? I'm mean, lights on traffic stop. No huh? insurance on the car. What you mean, no insurance? It's a rental car. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What you mean, whoa, whoa? What's up, bro? Turn around. What you mean, turn around? Stop trying to walk away. Bro, you, you ran my pl- what do you, What's you're the reason for you pulling up? You're going to turn this into something. Bro, what's the reason for y'all pulling up? What's the reason? You need to relax. Bro, what's the reason, bro? Hey. What's the reason? Tell me the reason. You can be out here. Tell me the reason. When Coates asked questions and got angry, the white police officers called for backup. This is a rental car. Hey, warning everything. You guys need to hear Bro, what did you say? I'm not, what am I getting arrested for? What am I getting detained for? What am I getting detained for? How do you know if there's no insurance, sir? You can't be jobbed out like this. What you mean? for our safety. How is it for your safety? I'm getting out and going to the store. What are you saying? What are you saying, bro? Stop. What am I doing? What am I doing, bro? What am I doing, sir? What am I doing? 
you turn this into something that's not needed for you. Because I'm getting out and, and, and going out to uh, CBS. Put your hand behind your back. Oh, what are you trying to do? Hey, CBS warned Evergreen. Oh, the backup arrived as the first officers were throwing coats to the ground. What are you doing? Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. And you got a black police officer. I told you, y'all, these Uncle Tom nigga police officers are one of the main threats that we got to watch out for. These niggas, police officers, is one of them. They done is five deep done jumped on them, and and one of the black police officers is a part of the jumping in and being on bouncing on them. What am I doing? Put your hands behind your back, bro. What am I doing, man? Put your hands behind your back. Somebody watch the people behind you. Put your hands behind your back. I got you. Put your hands behind your back. I got one. Bro. Put them behind your back, man. Come on, bro. Bro, what am I doing? Just put your hands behind your back. All you got to do is put your hands behind your back, bro. Come on. Just put your hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. Ain't nobody on you. Nobody's on you. Nobody's on you. I can't breathe. All you need is your back. Bro, I'm going to get to my side. I can't breathe. Once we get these guns, we're going to get your back. You gonna be like, I can't breathe. Come on, put your hand. I can't breathe, man. All right, let's get him up. Let's get him up. Let's get him up. Getting arrested, folks. I want you to listen, man. Bro, listen for What am I doing? Come on, get up. Go. Get up. You say you can't breathe. Get up. What the fuck are you doing, bro? Y'all some bitches, bro. My man, don't dash. Don't dash. As the police took Coates to a squad car, a supervisor arrived. He and the arresting officer discussed whether there were any open warrants for Coates. He, he's got some petty traffic warrant shit, but that's it. No warrants for Coates, and police found nothing illegal in his car. Yes, in the back, those are child safety seats. Still, another officer then suggests felony charges of R&O, resisting and obstructing a police investigation. Back at the squad car, Coates is infuriated. Bro, you will not be a cop because what am I getting arrested for, bro? What am I getting arrested for? We don't talk. I understand that, but my thing is this: you see, I don't got no insurance on the car. Put your feet in, bro. We can have this conversation with your feet in. We can roll the window down. We can talk. Oh, trust that shit, man. It don't matter what you trust. Trust it, bro. I do matter because I'm a bro. It do matter, man. Oh my god. Hey, look, my mom feeling matter, man. It's always a black man. That's the black man he talking to. You know what I'm saying? I told you, y'all. These Uncle Tom police niggas, I told y'all. You got to watch out for them. It's bad enough that we got to watch out for the Ku Klux Klan of the white police officers. Then we got to look out for niggas that look like us trying to be like them. This happened to me all the time, almost all the time, when I'm dealing with it. Always a black police officer trying to show off in front of white folk. First, 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 I'm not doing shit wrong, bro. Stop yelling at each other. Bro, because I go irritated, bro. I'm irritated as well. At the end of the day, I'm sitting there listening to my music, and they're telling me they can pull me over for no insurance. They can't. How? How? This is it's a riddle a law. card. It's a law. How? Just sit here real quick, bro. Look at my. Bro, look. All right, sit in. 
This up, bro. I'm trying to go out there. This is my kids, though, man. Y'all my bro. The child, bro. I ain't did shit wrong to nobody, man. I'm up here, guy, trying to take care of my kids, bro. All right, calm down, sir. Here you go. Bro, you just trying to bro, I don't give a about that bro. shit, man. I'm pissed off, bro. So you don't care about your hand, Bro, y'all did this shit, man. Y'all did this shit, bro. Y'all did this shit, bro. Bro, what the f***, man? Sir, so you don't want to Bro, I'm good, man. I'm calling. I'm making a plate, man. Okay. Amari Coates was then taken to a Michigan Department of Corrections processing center, booked on resisting and obstruction, and held in jail for three days before he was finally released. Prosecutors refused to uphold the charges, and they cleared Coates. Well, he's now suing the Detroit Police Department in federal court for unlawful arrest and civil rights violations. Legal experts say he has an exceptionally strong case. They note that based on the video alone, the police officers will not be able to defend themselves through qualified immunity. Qualified immunity generally protects police from going through the cost of a trial based on actions they took in the course of their normal responsibilities. However, the courts have identified some clear exceptions. And in this case, where the police acknowledged on camera there were no warrants for Mr. Coates, yet they jailed him anyway, qualified immunity will not be an option. Furthermore, because police cannot determine insurance information through a license plate check, it seems clear the police were lying about this stop from the beginning. The officers never gave Coates any opportunity to show his rental agreement before throwing him to the ground and cuffing him. And again, Coates had committed no traffic violations and was going to the drugstore to get some things for his kids. This police action was racial profiling at its worst. When the police found nothing illegal in Coates' car, they should have let him go. But now, the police are looking at a lawsuit that will likely bankrupt each of them and give Mr. Coates perhaps more than a million dollars. One can only hope the police in Detroit and across the United States will learn from all of this. The Constitution and settled case law guarantees our right to question police, to complain to their faces, and even shout obscenities at them. In this incident, the Detroit police acted unlawfully and with reckless disregard for civil rights. And this case is not a close call. I'm David Schuster. Thanks for joining us. Last night we made history I finally made you my lady officially Victory special delivery Write your name in calligraphy You the type I take on a flight to Italy I don't do this shit typically Pull them panties to the side, kiss that pussy deliberately Now she get well when she in my proximity Compatibility is symmetry It was just conversations initially Never thought we ever get to this point Got you blushing whenever you mention me They gon' be waiting for us to fall off for a century Literally I kiss you in public just for publicity I just wanna show you consistency She never say no, that's reliability Keep me focused, increase my productivity Now we about to take over the industry When we together, it's positive energy Touch your hair on her, I get the artillery 
Turn them haters into history, yeah She keep it tight and it's slippery Came in my life and she added stability Made me proud of my responsibility Scientists couldn't get this chemistry When we made love can't describe the intensity Help me redefine my identity Every time we touch it's electricity Bust it open for me with flexibility Gotta bust it for me with efficiency Tame a street nigga, she got that up We started out just friends Never thought we could be something more than that When I pull up, you hop in the bins Whatever you want, I order that Hop on the jet, that's how we ride out Smoking the best when we vibe out I slide in, I slide out Great convo when we vibe out We started out just friends Never thought we could be something more than that When I pull up, you hop in the bins Whatever you want, I order that Hop on the jet, that's how we ride out Smoking the best when we vibe out I slide in, I slide out Great convo when we vibe out Never thought it would be you, you To make all my dreams come true Be the one that I run to When I'm feeling you, I would slide through You whisk me away, vibing while we in my head We go so hard, now it's time to parlay I'm yours to take, let's play Put Mr. C on a plate Giving your brain on a yacht Beating it up like the waist beat the rocks All in my guts, just driving your nuts So much deeper than fucking We damn near making love Then we count it up Can't get much realer than us Can't get much thriller than us I'll stay to my run it up You stay the word, I'll turn up Roll up and spark up the blood No, I'm no regular girl Concocting a master plan To take over the world It's just as more precious than diamonds and pearls Solid remain by his side Forever locked in, down the rise Submit to you, pride of sign Any with you till the day I die He's the goat that's fat Always got his back Special words at the gas Hold him down like that Touch his soul, help him grow Pick him up when he's low Be his piece that he sees And he's freaking his sheets The woman of his tree The epitome Five out together